Coming up, more of this program. Stand up with Pete Dominic, Indy, Sirius XM 104. All right, we're back. And as much as uh, you know, uh, my stance against the Iraq war, we were just talking to a professor, Stephen Zunis, and relitigating what the beginnings were. It's important, I think, that we uh, support our veterans who served in that or any other war, and that's what we've been doing for a long time here on Stand Up. Yesterday, we were in Washington, D.C. with our friends at the Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America organization, IAVA.org. If you haven't signed their petition, many of you did. I hope that you will do that. Uh, And this week, uh, they're advocating for their fellow veterans in their Storm the Hill initiative. And joining us right now is a U.S. congressman who represents Maine's 2nd District. He's a ranking member on the Committee on Veterans Affairs. He also serves on the Committee on Transportation and Infrastructure, and uh, I'm glad to have him join the conversation for the first time. Congressman Mike Michu is a Democrat uh, and representative Mar- uh, Maine 2nd District. District Congressman, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, thanks very much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. Uh, talk to me about your position at, on the uh, on the Veterans Affairs Committee. What What is that committee? Um, when did you get on it, and, and, and what kind of uh, uh, hearings do you, do you hold there? Uh, I've been on the Veterans Affairs Committee the 11 years I've been in Congress and uh, been fortunate enough to be uh, have been ranking member and chair of different uh, subcommittees. And this year I'm the ranking member for the full committee, so I'm in charge on the Democratic side of Veterans Affairs. And uh, I'm fortunate enough to have a great chairman, Chairman Miller. Uh, I've worked with him uh, throughout the, the years on the Veterans Affairs Committee and uh, you know, we pretty much have the same goal, unlike other areas in Congress. We have a lot of partisan bickering uh, on the Veterans Affairs Committee. We uh, work very well together, and we have to because we have one common goal, and that is to take care of the veterans uh, and their families, and we got a lot of work to do. Uh, well, yeah, and we want to talk about that uh, with yeah. you. What is your relationship with uh, Paul Rykoff and the Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America? Great, great. Uh, I uh, have been meeting with uh, the different uh, VSOs and Paul, uh, you know, since they started the organization. We have a very good working relationship, and I really respect uh, the VSOs. Uh, they do a uh, fantastic uh, job uh, representing uh, the men and women who wore the uniform and their families, and uh, they bring up forward a lot of information because uh, all too often sometimes members only hear one side or the other, but with the Veterans Service Organization, uh, Paul and his group, they've been uh, fantastic at uh, not only bringing forward the, the problems that the VA are facing, but also how we might be able to uh, find solutions to those problems. And uh, and that's something that's really important is to have that uh, good working relationship uh, with them. When I became ranking member, I brought uh, all the VSOs in, uh, uh, met with them in my office to talk about their issues, where they want to go over the next uh, two years, and how can we uh, uh, help uh, you know meet their goals. Well, you know, when when we talked to them uh, yesterday, and we've been talking to them for a long time, we do a segment every week called Stand Up with a Veteran Congressman, and we learn about the uh, their lives, their experiences, and the issues that they're advocating for. Uh, but this this year, the big issue is the, the backlog at the VA, um, which, uh, you know, th- there's been hundreds of thousands, almost like a 600,000 claims that have gone uh, unattended to. Uh, that have, uh, veterans that have waited far too long to get their care, their meds. Uh, and uh, I insinuate that to some extent that could be uh, part of the uh, suicide epidemic. A lot of people think it's depression, it's post-traumatic stress and so on. What if it's just pain and frustration that you can't get your treatment, you can't get your meds, and you can no longer live with that pain 
uh, and so you take your own life. What is this backlog? Explain it to us. Explain uh, what you think the issue is there and, and what's being done to address it. It seems, uh, it seems really, really very wrong. Yes. Uh, well, the, the VA continues to act to make some, uh, you know, process more claims. You've got to look at uh, the increase in, in access, what we've been able to do, and rightfully so, with outreach and social media, uh, you know, outreach to our constituencies to let veterans know what they're uh, uh, what they're entitled to. Uh, but when you look at the increase in, in demand, we've been at war, uh, you know, t- over ten years. Uh, we also have an aging population, you know, Vietnam uh, veterans and World War uh, II veterans. Uh, the other part that actually increase uh, for demand is during these hard uh, economic, uh, you know, downtime turn. It's uh, hard to, uh, you know, they go to somewhere to get help, and VA is one of those areas. And the other issue, when you look at the claims uh, for World War II and Vietnam, uh, the claims today are more com- complex. It's no longer uh, two or three claims, as 10, 11, 12, 13 claims. So uh, as far as uh, what we're doing uh, to, to deal with it, the VA has a total inventory of almost 900,000 claims. And as you mentioned, about two-thirds of those, over 600,000, are considered uh, as part of the backlog. And one of the things, I'm not sure the secretary, the secretary got the number, but he uh, figures that if a claim has to wait over 125 days, then that claim is considered a backlog. I'm not sure where that number came from, whether it's just picked out of thin air. Uh, so the VA has actually established a veterans benefits management system, and that is just a tool on how to deal with some of these claims. Uh, but I don't think the secretary is going to meet his goal uh, by 2015 and having that backlog uh, uh, you know, taken care of. In order to do that, they are going to have to process about uh, over 1.3 million claims a year, a 33% increase. And, and I don't see how they're going to do it, uh, uh, Pete. Uh, and there's some areas that are worse than others when you look at uh, uh, processing the claims and the number of days that they have to complete the claims. For instance, uh, the Baltimore, uh, on average, I believe the Baltimore facility, it's uh, 332 days. Uh, Los Angeles, my God, that's uh, terrible. It's over 500 some odd days. That, that's totally unacceptable. And we got to do everything that we can to make sure that uh, these claims are processed uh, in a timely fashion. And actually, we're having a hearing uh, this week in the Veterans Affairs Committee with uh, uh, Sec- Undersecretary Hickey uh, to talk about the, the claims backlog and where have they gone since the last time uh, we met with them. And I agree with you when you, you talked about the, the suicide. Uh, unfortunately, the report came out. Uh, suicide rate has increased from 18 a day to 22 uh, veterans a day uh, taking their lives. And that is the floor. That is the floor. There are, I believe, a lot more veterans out there because some states, uh, I think only three states are complying with the VA's request to let a veteran know if they commit suicide. So that is the floor, and I do believe that there is some correlation there as well. Uh, We're talking to Congressman Mike Mishu. He is a Democrat from Maine. He is the ranking member uh, on the Veterans Affairs uh, Committee. A lot of people are blaming the the, the secretary of the VA, uh, uh, former General Eric Shinseki, for his lack of leadership, uh, for his inability to get this done, do you think that he should resign? No, no, no I, I do not. And this isn't something that um, you know just came about through uh, Secretary Shinseki's term as secretary. 
actually uh, the VA was made uh, leadership the secretary Nicholson was made aware of uh, back when he was secretary from uh, VA employees that they were seeing more and more Iraq and Afghanistan veterans coming in uh, to uh, you know uh, process their claims and those claims are, are complex uh, and Secretary Nicholson has refused to ramp up the veterans benefit side of the house uh, so that they can start taking uh, those claims and so it, it's not uh, uh, Secretary Shinseki's fault he, he definitely has a, uh, a role to play and I know he's re- really committed in, in dealing with that uh, but also uh, you know, I think the president has to uh, and I know he talked about it but the president has to direct uh, the Department of Defense uh, to um, have their computer system for electronic medical records uh, consistent with the VA so that uh, the VA will not have to have all those uh, uh, you know, written uh, you know, medical records dumped on their laps when the soldier gets done, uh, the military becomes a veteran. Uh, that has not happened. Matter of fact, uh, we're taking a step backwards where they say that they can't agree to one system, and I think the president has to step in, tell uh, the Department of Defense that they should deal with the VISTA system, which is the VA electronic medical records. That will help speed up the process. Uh, as well. The other issue, Peter, I think, uh, and I'll be asking the uh, Undersecretary this week, is if you look at a veteran that might have, uh, say, 10 uh, conditions that, that they're trying to get the benefits uh, for, uh, they, they might approve, say, nine conditions. The 10th one is a lot more complex and going to take a lo- little longer to, uh, to complete. Uh, I think that since they've already approved the nine of the conditions, the, the veterans ought to start receiving uh, part of that uh, claim process then and there versus having to wait for everything to get done. Uh, and I'll be interested to see what the sec- uh, undersecretary has to say about why that cannot be done. I-, I believe it should be done. There's no reason why a veteran should lose their homes primarily because uh, the VA was slow in processing their uh, claims. Uh- what about this idea of creating a presidential commission to take a look at this problem? That's another thing that IAVA, for example, is is uh, advocating for this week as part of their Storm the Hill initiative. Do you think President Obama should create a commission to take a look at this issue? Because as Paul Rykoff said yesterday in our air, he said, listen, we've, we've thrown money at the problem. We've thrown technology at the problem. We've thrown more people at the problem. Uh, we don't necessarily, it's not our job to diagnose the problem. We're not experts in that arena. However, we should bring all the experts together and hopefully come out with uh, some solutions to the problems. What do you think about a presidential commission? Uh, would you ask President Obama to create that? Uh, I, I think uh, you know we ought to do everything we can, and including looking at that. One of the issues uh, that I feel strongly about is, uh, as I mentioned, that they have the new Veterans Benefit Management System, but that's only a tool. We have to look at the process of uh, other claims. Why are the uh, claims uh, taken longer in some areas and not, not in others? And, and I have no problem with uh, further looking at the system, uh, however, you know we, we can't wait for another commission or a study to be done. We got to continuously moving forward. Uh, the other interesting thing, uh, Peter, is if you look at uh, uh, the claims, the incoming claims, uh, uh, you know they keep going up. And, and actually, the VA has, uh, uh, for instance, in the 2012, uh, there's a well, one million eight hundred, uh, well, eighty thousand claims the VA received. They completed, uh, you know, one million forty-four thousand. So, so they are uh, completing about a million uh, claims a, a year, but but they're completed. But still, it's uh, the backlog is uh, because more claims are coming in is continually going up. So, I have no problem with with the president uh, 
creating a commission. Well, would you go as that. far as writing a letter to the president to say, you know, I, I mean, I that you, I think that you should create this commission. You say you have no problem with it, but would you advocate for it? Uh, yeah, but well, I just don't want him setting up a commission. Say, go out and do whatever you think. I think yeah. that there are certain things that we ought to direct them to do. For instance, uh, you know, what? Where is the backlog? Is it because of uh, uh, the appeals process? Uh, are there areas? Uh, you know, if you look at the statistics, uh, you know, some facilities are terrible you know, in Los Angeles, Baltimore. But you have some facilities right. that uh, well. Yeah, well, there's a new uh, story out today about a horrific hospital situation. I forget yeah, where yeah, it is. Uh, so I, I'd have have no problem, and uh, and I think we got to do everything we can for them to uh, move forward. But the, the only concern that I have is, you know, you, you create a commission. I don't want everything to stop. We got to continue to move forward. Right. Uh, I think we have a, an idea of where some of the problems are, uh, and, and we just got to continue moving forward while the president, uh, if he wants to create a commission, uh, you know fine, but we got to continue moving forward. And one of the things I, I will commend uh, uh, sec, uh, Under Secretary Hickey for is she has been uh, uh, very upfront and actually has been working with with the veteran service organizations to uh, try to keep them in the loop as they move forward with this new veterans uh, benefit uh, management system. Uh, currently, there are 20 stations uh, that uh, it's in place, and it will be in all 56 stations uh, by this June. Uh, so, uh, one, as mentioned, have no problem with the president uh, doing that to try to uh, speed up the process. But at the same time, we got to continue moving ahead. We can't slow down because uh, we're falling further and further behind. I appreciate uh, what you're doing on, on on the committee, and I uh, appreciate you joining us today. Hopefully, uh, you'll you'll tell your fellow members of Congress to meet with uh, IAVA and all these other. Uh, veterans, uh, VSOs, as you call them, right? Veteran Services Organizations. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks very much for, for joining us today. We really appreciate your time. Hey, well, well, well thank you, Peter. And, and I, I know you talked about the commission for the president. We also got to look at long-term. What is the United States of America going to do long-term to take care of veterans uh, and their families to yep. have a broader discussion long-term? Were you against the, the invasion of Iraq? You were not yes. in Congress. I, I, I was not, uh, but but I, w I was against uh, the invasion in Iraq, okay. and and I, and I think when you look at uh, the cost of war, unfortunately, uh, people n focus just on the the planes, the bullets, the bombs, what have you. But there is another uh, cost of that war, and that's that cost of taking care of our veterans and their family, and that is an ongoing cost that we definitely have to uh, be prepared to take uh, to take care of the veterans, and that's why I think we have to look long term and focus on how are we going to be able to take care of them as they age uh, and with the complexity of their uh, disabilities that they're facing because of Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, incidentally, Congressman, all week we're, t we are, we're talking with veterans who are part of the Storm the Hill initiative with the IAVA. Um, we have one of them joining us right now. Would you, would you mind joining us for a couple more minutes? Oh, no problem. All right, uh, because uh, I, I didn't even think to, to do this, but uh, we wanted to talk to uh, one of the guys I met is a 26-year-old Marine veteran from Kansas. He served both in Iraq and Afghanistan. He's he's joining us now to give us an update on what they're doing as part of the Storm the Hill initiative. Uh, I met him uh, uh, yesterday, a uh, real cool guy, Tyler Tannenhill. Tyler Tannenhill is now joining us. Tyler, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, I appreciate it. No problem. You know, thanks for everything you're doing for us. So it was great uh, having dinner with you last night, so you're hilarious. So thanks a lot. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm a stand-up comedian as well, Congressman. But say hi to Congressman Mike Mishu from, from Maine, who uh, I'm not sure if you've met. Have you guys met? I have not. How are you doing, Congressman? Uh, pretty good, Tyler. Uh, 
Thank you for your service, and thank you for uh, being part of Storm the Hill uh, today as well to let elected officials know how important it is uh, that we do take care of our soldiers uh, uh, when they come back and take off the uniform. So thank you for that. Well, thank Uh, you for your support, sir. I appreciate that. I I didn't mean to put you on the spot here with the congressman, Tyler, but you're meeting with congressman all week while we've got him. uh, What what would you like to ask him or or address? Uh, I know you didn't hear all of our conversation, but you've got a congressman right now. Why don't we storm the hill on stand-up? Yeah, you know, I, I, like I said, I was listening in a little bit, and, uh, you know, Congressman, it seems like you're somewhat knowledgeable on uh, the issue here with the backlog. And, you know, I appreciate you at least uh, taking initiative, like you mentioned, that it is a cost of war. And, um, you know, we, we I joined when there was two wars going on to the Marine Corps Infantry. I knew what I was getting into. You know, I wasn't, I was naive about war, but I knew I was going to go to it. Um, when, when you come home, we, we still expect to be taken care of. You know, it's a cost of war. We have no problem going to it. We did it, but we expect to be, get our benefits and the care when we come back. And, you know, that there's a real, like, uh, something's missing in that. You know, when you have almost a million veterans by the end of this month waiting for the VA to give them a decision on if they get their disability claim or medical treatment, I mean, as a veteran, that's just, like, insulting. And, I mean, like you said, I heard you listen earlier, and you, you understand this, and, and we appreciate you willing to uh, support and, you know, help us out to get this petition uh, to the president. Just say, the VA is so messed up right now, they don't even know what is messed up. And they keep saying, you know, we need more time, we need more money, we need more people. Well, you can hire all the people you want. They hired um, just over 3,000 people recently. Well, they let go so many people, there was only about a 300-person increase in workers. Well, 300 people isn't going to solve a 1 million pending claim backlog. Um, so, you know, like I said, I, I heard earlier, and I appreciate you uh, being on our side, and, you know, you get it. And we need your help to get that out to other congressmen, other senators, and your colleagues, as well as your constituents, like, demand change. We are veterans. We, we earn these rights. They're not, uh, it's not an entitlement. It's stuff we need. So, you know, thank you for that. What can you do, Congressman, to get, to get out the word of what these guys are doing this week with IAVAs? I mean, can you I – mean, how do you talk with your your fellow congressmen? Can you put it up on your website? Can you ask people to sign the petition? What can you you know tell Tyler right now that you can do today? Yeah, oh, we can do uh, do all that to to make uh, you know our colleagues aware of how important it is. And uh, one of the interesting things, member of Congress tend to listen to their constituents uh, versus lobbyists. And the fact that they're storming the hill, uh, talking uh, to members of Congress. Uh, uh, I think is a huge, has a huge impact, and I encourage them to continue doing that. Uh, but also, I mean, you're right now, unfortunately, the VA has always been focused on a crisis today, uh, and it's always been that crisis that they've always been focused. And we have to not only deal with, with a crisis such as the, the backlog claim, but also look, look uh, long-term. You know, what is the VA going to look like uh, 10, 15, 20 years down these are, the road? These are, these are important issues. But, Congressman, I've got a Marine on the yep. phone uh, right now joining me. What can you do today? Can you send out a tweet? Can you write an email? I want to know something that you, you guys you could do today that's, you know, maybe it'll make a difference. Maybe one person could sign a petition. Maybe you don't want to, you know, maybe you need time to look at the petition before you tweet it out. But what, can, what could be done today, a phone call, an email, a tweet, a meeting? What, what can you do today, Congressman? You are such an important member uh, with your position on this committee. Yep. But, Tell Tyler. Okay. No, no. We we definitely can be uh, sending out. Uh, we will send out a tweet because uh, uh, actually I'm meeting with, with some folks uh, later on this morning uh, from IAVA uh, as well. 
and uh, we put it up on our, our webpage uh, as well so, to let the people know what's going on and just to constantly keep hammering you know the issues and the fact that, that there is a huge backlog claim and we got to do better at uh, improving uh, what the VA's uh, you know been trying to do for quite some time now. Tyler, are you satisfied with that for today? You know, I'll take that. You know, I appreciate that, Congressman. I will say, you know, um, 160 days in your state, you know, that's how long it takes from day one until, uh, you know, a veteran gets his final claim. That's the average wait time. So, um, you know. In Maine. In Maine, yes. 160, 159.5 is the actual day. <laughs> um, well, there you go. That's, there you that's go. So Con- yeah, it's too long. And, yep. and sadly, you know, that's actually like, you know, on the 50 states here, it's actually – towards the uh the shorter end of it i mean it you is. got the uh the worst day here in uh california 620 days i mean it's not just the main problem it's a it's a national problem and that's why we're here and i'm out of time up against a break congressman mike Mashu, we appreciate what you're doing we appreciate what you said you do today um thank you for joining us hey, th- thank you and thanks again tyler for your service thank yep you, and uh and follow tyler on twitter at tyler n tan t-a-n tyler i shortchanged you but i think that was uh, i think that was good so you stand up with me next week I'm offering you the first uh, full segment. We'll do a half hour. Talk about your service and what you're doing. You in, Tyler? We, we just put Tyler back on hold, I think. Are you in, Tyler? Yes, sir. There he goes. All right, Tyler, thank you very much. Sorry to cut you off there. We'll be right back. 